This is a HeadGum Original. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. God, what are you doing? I'm hosting the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race Recap podcast available for your consumption in the world. And my name is Mono Gapian. I'm very excited to have a repeat uh, guest on our pod. They're an icon. They're a writer. They're a comedian. They're a filmmaker. Jesus, they do everything. Um, so please get, get, keep it going. Keep it going. Keep clapping, you podcast listeners, for Ty LeClaire. And Ty LeClaire, also, you go by your, the way you properly say your name is... That was good. That was cool. Okay. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep perfecting it. It's a beautiful name. Um, Ty, what's up? Oh, it is uh, peak spooky season. Uh, we are in the midst of it. I saw the craft last night in a <gasps> park. Uh, <gasps> Evil. Living my best life. Can you believe um, how we turned our backs on Feruza Bulk? We just said goodbye and we never used her again. We're bringing her back. Bring that her is back. My only objective. That is why I have come to Hollywood. That is why I just <laughs> have become a television, a television film writer, is to bring her back. I'm with you. Her and Janine Garofalo. Bring them uh, back. I need their road trip comedy. 100%. More than anything. 100%. Literally... Yeah, Janine Garofalo is the reason I feel like I'm doing comedy, and I just, it's so weird, mm-hmm. like, I don't see her enough. Like, the 90s, oh my god, Janine Garofalo, she owned it. But now I'm like, where the, come on, what the fuck? She's incredible. I was once blessed to go to a random show in the East Village back when I was living in New York, and she just happened to show up and do a little set. Uh-huh. And she was like, I don't know if I told you this, but she was like testing a bunch of new things, and every time something went a little too far, she showed a picture of puppies. <laughs> yeah. Just to bring everyone back. And I was like, she gets it. She does it. Yeah, she's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> she's great. I love it. She's just, the, the for me, the poster child cynic. And I really Ugh. connect with that. And I think of obviously queer people and people uh BIPOC people connect with it because you're like yeah there's so much to be cynical over so I think mm-hmm. like I connected with that at an early age being like yeah this is all fucking bullshit <laughs> my god as a child when I watched Romy Michelle religiously because oh, I very much was a, a queer child I would I would rewind the VHS yes. to two parts the first part being when Lisa Kudrow's hit by the limo yes and she rolls for like Two minutes. It's such a stupid physical gag, and it can I guess the me. second one? You absolutely may. I'm gonna guess it's the part where 
she is drinking beer and she spits it up all over herself. Damn right. Yes. Oh. <laughs> that is iconically so funny. It made me like um break. It it kind of, it, it prepped me for like 7th grade in a way that I didn't know uh-huh. I needed. Uh-huh. Um cuz it was like yeah this is all stupid just spit out your drink. Yeah, it's so funny. That's when I forget her name, but she's like, I'm Christy, whatever. <laughs> that is so, yep, that's iconic. Oh man, yeah, I was also raised on Romy Michelle. I think it's so dumb. I used to like stop it and re- just restart it again. I used to just be like, put uh, it back, roll it back, loop it. I was like, as a child being like, oh my God, they have an apartment on the beach. I know. Like, and I was they like, got they're me like, minute one. Right. And I was like, they're losers. I don't get it. Yeah. They live on the beach. They make their own clothes, live on the beach. Excuse me. Yeah. It's very funny. Um, it's iconic. And um, <laughs> man, there's so much to talk about, Ty. I'm really glad you shared that gay truth with us. Um, uh, always. Always. Wait, a million things. I need to plug this right before anything goes on. You are currently. Raising funds for Headdress, a movie you are you are creating. Tell us more about this. Yes, uh, Headdress is a queer indigenous comedy created by me uh, based on real events about someone at a music festival who sees someone wearing a headdress Fuck. and then retreats into their mind to get an answer from the various versions of themselves. It's, uh, it's queer. It's a queerer inside out. Um, oh, cool. But yeah, our fundraiser is seedandspark.com slash fun slash headdress. And well, I think we have five more days as of today. The um, link will be in this podcast description. Mm, so click below. Uh, but yeah, support Indigenous film. Thank you. Yeah, I'm pumped. Um, it sounds like an awesome idea. <laughs> it sounds like a very mo- idea that's very now. Um, Can I tell you? Yeah. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Last night, I... Went to the craft, right? In, <gasps> in this park. No, and don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> the person in front of me wasn't wearing a headdress, but they were wearing a, a tote that had this headdress on it that said, mm. um, find your tribe, love them hard. And I was like, when will this end? <laughs> when will it stop? My, my, jaws, my jaw, my jaw is gone. <laughs> my jaw is lost. And that's the true Halloween scare. That is, the, well, it's Halloween. Maybe they got it's the memo Halloween. that it's Halloween, that they're like, this is I'm acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> and they just appear into a smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks. Um, that really na- that's really nasty. I, I still, um, oh God, whatever. We can't talk about this, but we can. No. <laughs> I, you know, whatever. Whenever spirit animals come up, I'm, I, I die inside. And I have been finding ways to be like, Oh, you know, we don't say that anymore. For me, it was, it was always, um, we're having a powwow in conference room B. Um, oh, God. And I'm like, you know what? Don't, don't, no, I was mad because I was like, don't leave me on like that. Because, like, you're telling me we're having a powwow <laughs> in conference room B. Like, I'm, I'm going for some, like, Indian tacos. And right. Some, t- see some like, tiny tot dances. Right. It's not a powwow, is a party, not a, um, <laughs> a shitty conference room in the sunrise gala. Um, Truly, to talk about quarter one. Yeah. Nope. That's trash. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's fucking nuts. Um, it happens all the time. Well, we got to stop this shit. And uh, one way you can do that is by helping Ty make this piece of art, which is. <laughs> 
Very zeitgeisty. It's it's a great idea. I mean, it's like happening right now. Well, I don't know. It's model. great. It's funny. Um, well, I'm excited for that. It sounds fucking fantastic. Um, you know, fantastic. God, all I talk about, like, I have all I've had is guests on from shows that were wrongfully canceled, and I. <laughs> <laughs> I had like, well, I had Guy Branham, right? Where we were talking about the bros controversy. I had Finn Argus, who was talking about the queerest folk controversy. And I think we got a touch on Rutherford Falls being wrongfully canceled. God, we are in the peacock graveyard, goddammit. Um, oh my God, that is, that is the, the whole thing is the universal graveyard, essentially. It's the same graveyard. Hey, uh, we're there with many greats. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What do you feel? What do you, I mean, there must be a lot of feelings, but what do you feel about this strange moment of art? Mm, Mm -hmm. Unique. We're like, we're, we're saying we want inclusive, unique art, but we're, it's not being supported. I always say until the CEOs at the tippy top of these industries are BIPOC or queer in any sort of way, we're not going to see any sort of change. Period. Um, Period. Like, we need these people in those upper levels, in those executive roles, and uh, we're getting there, slowly, Um, but this is just another hiccup in that long run of trying to get representation at the top, and, you Mm -hmm. know, shows like ours, shows like Queer as Folk, shows like, you know, movies like Bros, like, it's going to take a minute to, to get there, but I refuse to be anything but a diehard optimist. Mm-hmm. So we're going to keep on going. It's funny. I actually bumped into Jacqueline Moore uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. At Craft. Uh, Amazing. Who's a creator of Queer as Folk. Uh, well, showrunner. And, um, she's great, and she's a great diva, and she's a, also just a oh. huge, just, I don't know, she's constantly making light of, anyway, I'm always just here making Truly. light of the trash that's coming her way, and I it's, make, it's wild. It's incredible i i wouldn't i i I don't know if i could handle the level of that and it's like but we were talking last night and it's like well you know we're canceled now we're gonna get canceled a whole bunch more in the future and it's like let's go keep getting canceled (laughs) a hundred percent but you're so right i mean you're right the whole the truth of the gatekeepers is like they they it's not gonna change until there's real people in power who actually care about these stories because as of right now we're just a dollar sign and the second we don't like we don't deliver those dividends they're like bye and it's like i can tell a fart joke just as well as anyone else baby (laughs) i know that's my okay that's my other weird thing is like I, whatever, we're going to talk about this. We, (laughs) as unique creators, we have to substantiate our existence in a room. As a a writer of color or a queer writer, you, you you have to dignify why you belong there. But our white straight friends do not need to dignify their creative product. They're just seen as good and that's racism. And they're just seen as like having valuable brains. Like it's like, well, he's really smart, you know? And it's like, that is racism. I don't know what else to tell you. That is racism. And our contributions should not just be measured by how we fit into the project's Mm -hmm. mission statement, you know, like, you know, Brown character, Brown writer. That's how we're seen. And that's it's really wild. Awful. It's really wild. And I like we're yeah. both at points in our careers where we're we're pitching, we're starting to do the things that you know at the we're next doing stage the things, of things, hustling, and 
And I'm uh, very curious about this next phase of it and how it's going to be. Uh, but um, yeah. again, I am I'm staying optimistic, baby. If not, we'll start too. our own network. We have I mean, World of Wonder. Oh my God! Come on, World of Wonder. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm going to call them out in this episode. Per- period. But like, um, so I saw next week. I'm just going to say it right before I forget. Next week, the challenge is like a Mary Poppins musical, and that's an idea I pitched them for season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And I, I, you better believe they kept a, the list of my ideas, and they said, "Oh, oh. we're just gonna, we're just gonna kind of pluck these up when we feel like it." There's, there's 100 like a Hal 3000 whatever <laughs> robot, yes. in in RuPaul's dining room that yes. is uh, has cataloged, kept all the ideas that were said and done. But it's interesting um, how they're like, we're just going to change the name. Because I gave them 800 better names. I was like, call it Mary Poppers. Call it XB, XB, um, supercalifragilistic XB Alahasis. <laughs> I was like, and then. That's good. I like that. You know? And then they were, I don't know, you know, they, they didn't say we're going to, we're, don't worry, we'll use it for UK in a year and a half. But they were like, okay, <laughs> thanks. For, um, sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. Well, how are you liking this season of UK, the UK Drag Race? Good, because it's like, it's such a ride, because season two of UK is the pinnacle, the example, it's, the It's one the of those model. moments. Yeah, it is the, a real the, moment in Drag Race history. The godmother, the that final four, are you kidding me? Yeah, that was um, sick. And then, and then there was season three. Yes, and, and we can, I think we can all agree season three was a season of television, and it was... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a- aired last year. I think we can all agree that that's true. I'm I'm gonna give it the product of uh, shooting during COVID, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah, they rushed so, the shit out of it because they were like doing yeah. the tail end of two, then jumping onto three, and we're learning mm-hmm. like production matters for these these seasons. Yes. We need good producers. Yes, and um, that's why Down Under is having a hard time because Down Under's also been a little rough. Oh, I just started watching Down Under for the first time uh, this week. Buckle up, bitch. It's not good. I'm on, I I think I'm doing season three, to be honest. Uh, that two, doesn't had, exist. <laughs> it doesn't, so I just finished season two. Great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy it very much. But anyway, this season's fantastic. What is, or that's, what, that's my uh, opinion. What's your opinion? It's, um, I'm trying to explain this best, not like, um, <laughs> doing the, and you know, when you have that and it feels like this and then it really <laughs> means that thing, it's going to be that, but no, this, this season is just, it's very, um, it's very textured and the uh-huh. casting yeah. is really, really well done this season, uh, yes. where I feel like you have these roles and these, uh, character archetypes, people, I don't even know that's a fucking word. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a writer. <laughs> Um, um, <laughs> but um, everyone feels so defined with themselves, and I really appreciate that this season. Um, even the even the quote unquote newer queens or less quote unquote polished that have since left, um, I look forward every week to seeing what they were going to wear. So, like yeah. the first thing I do is go to Instagram and sit check out check out Copper Top, uh, yeah. check out um, or Ginger Top, the bitter. 
Um, the, the, the bitter one that left or uh. carrot flop no I mean no the bitter <laughs> one left I that it must that's so fucked that they forgot her name like they kept forgetting her name and apparently RuPaul one time called her carrot top and they didn't air it um <sighs> but <sighs> what and she was again a great queen as a child of uh of bearing a name with 14 letters and accent a colon mm-hmm. um <laughs> You can remember Coppertop. You can remember it. I, I think, you know, Coppertop was great, and I think it's just the other queens. This is not a criticism. The other, there are so many queens with strong point of views here, like you were saying. Like, mm-hmm. I literally mm-hmm. feel like when they were casting this, at least it feels this way to me, they were like, we're going to over, we're going to pack this one. Like, yeah. whereas season yeah. three, for me felt very light on winners. It was just like, okay, so I guess it's this person or this person, right? Um, But this one, I'm like, six of these queens could win. It's it's truly, and and the eliminations so far have really surprised me in a very nice way. Yeah. Um, Truly A-plus so far. I'm giving A-plus. And everything I say judgy about this show... I will acknowledge that I am not a drag queen. I am not no. <laughs> performing every week. So props to all these queens and props to everyone on the show. Well, that's what's um, so interesting. She, this is yeah. sports. This is sports for us, you know? And that doesn't this, mean it's like not every Joe Schmo who watches the NFL and has something to say about it knows knows anything mm-hmm. about playing the game. But they love the game. So we're talking about the game. I love this show. Yeah. With every bone in my body, <laughs> truly. Yeah. And I love all these queens and everyone who's on it, truly, because like, you're bringing me joy in these it, dark, dark times. It is joy. It is creativity. It's a reminder mm-hmm. that we as queer people, like, all the time have to go above and beyond. Like, this is just the, the creativity and execution and, yeah. and talents that these people are like, I'm a host, writer, singer, comedian, seamstress. It's like, that's fucking crazy. And no one, no one is asked that, you know? We, me, me and my husband tried watching like the new Project Runway, and I'm like, oh, you have to make a dress in 48 hours? I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, that sounds so hard. Boo. I'm sorry. Oh, no, my Lycra, my Lycra stretched <laughs> too much. Boo. Oh, my $400 budget for this one piece. Why don't you fucking like, try writing a verse, bitch, and then doing exactly, choreo. Exactly. Then RuPaul <laughs> screaming at you when you did the kickflip split. It wasn't, it was okay, but it just wasn't good enough <laughs> not good enough god but no this season uh what a delight so far what really a delight. delightful really funny i mean i gotta remember this moment before it passes us this moment where cheddar gorgeous is saying you know i feel bad i feel bad and then and then someone's like there's nothing you could have done and she immediately is like yeah you're right there's nothing i could have done <laughs> And fucking Danny Beard calls it out in such a perfect comedic way. Or she's like, mm-hmm. I just had to laugh because you're like, yeah, 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 you're right. What, what, what was there to do? And it's so wild because like Cheddar is so gorgeous in this moment as mm-hmm. she's doing it too, to the point where she, when she does say that, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they tried to help her. Remember that, that, that boot, I'm not even, I'm still not over that boots moment in the last episode where they were like, I have boots for you. Like anytime someone says that, I think. I don't think it's a sabotage moment. Like, <laughs> do you want to wear this? It's, it was a sincere, yeah. It was really um, sincere. We're talking about her white boots? Yeah, the white boots. The white boots weren't it. They weren't it. But she was probably, 
I don't know. She was dead either way because I didn't think the purple looks were particularly good last week and then they were safe, which I was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I was a little upset by the purple, the purple looks being a little safe yeah. um, because they they didn't look safe. They no. looked, uh, I, I, they looked like they should have been on the bottom. They looked literally dead. Um, they literally <laughs> looked like zombie Kardashians. They looked bad. <laughs> they looked bad. They looked, oh God. It, it was, it was, horrible. it was, it was a hard pass, hard pass. It was like um, a co-core died underneath <laughs> studio 54 and then they excavated her body. It's not a good look. It was like, it's grimace, but make it fashion. And it's like, no. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, thanks. They well, they call it an eggplant, but baby, I'm not hard looking at that. I'll tell you one thing. I am soft. <laughs> You're getting no eggplant emojis from me, baby. <laughs> so this week, let's see. They're back in. They're kiki-keying. They're having a laugh. And... um what what they I guess their mini challenge is very goofy. They're doing like a musical chairs moment where they have to stuff their asses and, and sit when RuPaul songs stop playing. <laughs> I love this so much. This is what I want on like a direct. I like I love the high fashion, the beautiful makeup, but I want something stupid every now and then. And here and you this go. This was stupid. Ooh, and in oh, fact, my god. Silence, Ty. We're going to talk about it, but first, I feel like taking a break. Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm slash charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. Yum, 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 yum. I like to eat food, but you know, it's hard. Let's be real. Food is confusing and it happens three times a day. You want me to cook three? <sighs> I'm offended. I'm aghast. I'm agog. Uh, the gall, the gumption, the nerve, the audacity, and the cheek, all of it. I don't like it. But now I'm calm because I use Factor Meals. Factor Meals are available in just two minutes. They come right to my door and they have really popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, Vegan, Veggie. You can get any kind of delicious meal delivered to your door. I love them. I've been using them for over a year, way before I started talking about them on the podcast. They help me feel full, satiated. Uh, it, there's no mess. It, it, it comes never frozen. It's always fresh. It's my favorite meal solution. I've said it a million times. 
I come home after a night of hanging or dancing and I eat a factor meal. Like to me, that's the ultimate endorsement. These meals are so yummy that I'm able to kick a craving for a much naughtier meal and come home and eat something I know will be good for my body. So head to factormeals.com slash dragher50 and use code dragher50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. That's a lot of money. That's code dragher50 at factormeals.com. Go get into it. Factormeals.com slash dragher50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Bring back my break. We're back. We're here. We're talking about this dumb mini challenge. You're saying it's right up your alley. Oh my God. The fact that production design made these like butt chairs brings me joy. I do like the butt chairs. Oh, an intern was running around Soho Uh or whatever neighborhoods are in London. I don't know London. Um, (laughs) There's got to be a Soho. There's a Soho for sure. There's definitely a Soho. There's Uh, definitely a Soho. Worcester. uh, um, I'm just going to say things that sound English. Piccadilly Circus. That's his area. Uh That's where they got. They definitely got the fabric there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But look at those. An intern was running around the city trying to make this. Like, I love that. I do too. Yeah, there's been great again. There's great production behind the series. Those mm-hmm. those mock RuPaul ornament statues from last week. Um, oh. Those were exquisite. Oh. I need that. I want that on a decorative plate. Yeah, like it's just so beautiful. Um, okay, we're watching this challenge. We're watching now. this. Now let's say, okay. Pixie polite, of course. She's leaned into sort of a. I don't know, just like an unglamorous character, which usually bodes well. Usually bodes well because, like, when I see her character, I'm like, oh, that's my aunt. Like, I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know her and I know she'll fucking win. Uh-huh. Like, it's like, that's like the energy that it brought. Um, I gotta say, I'm obsessed with Danny's little dress, too, that seems to have like a bulge built into it. Did you notice that? <laughs> I didn't. Like, Wait, look, I'm here, I'm going back briefly. There's like a bulge. Oh, built into yeah. this weird dress she's wearing, which I love. And, it's a little, uh, it's a little tent. It's like a little tent. A little, it's just a wild a pink look. tent. A little pink tent. Oh, all these looks are wild. I love this Tina Turner wig that's happening. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Um, they they look messy. Someone actually put baked goods in their tights, which I'm like, on the one hand hilarious, <laughs> on the other hand like maybe someone wanted that. You know, that pan on chocolat. <laughs> Maybe someone wanted the pan, baby. I know I would have been it? like, <laughs> I would have been mad. <laughs> I would have been pissed. Uh, pay au raisin. Like, yeah, um, oh yeah. Honey, I'll that even, money. I'll fuck with that. Oh my God. Um, what if I'm, it was like, if it was like Porto's catering or something like that, I'd be oh livid. My God, I know. What, um, oh, what are those little puddings called? I don't know. Little like baked <laughs> puddings. Oh, those are so good. Like, I'm mm. not a Madeline. I'm going to think about it. Um, think about it. Think about it. Because there's a chance they were good. I mean, they, they know how to do pastry in Britain. They do. They do. I And I will say it's probably because of their neighbors. Uh-huh. Their French neighbors. Fact, um, fact, fact, fact. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you watch about- Mexican Week on the Great British Bake Off? Oh, God. Um, oh, my God. Pour one out. I... I I I didn't 
But you saw the clips. Like, I don't, I'm not. No, 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 no. I didn't at first because I was like, I can't. I can't. I can't. Just This, this hurts. Just yet. Um, this hurts. And I saw that photo of that woman peeling the avocado. Um, truly uh, <laughs> television. Yeah. Television at its finest. Hilarious. And like Paul Hollywood confidently being like, well, it's not a taco unless you put <gasps> refried beans on it. And Taco. It was just like, what? Like, also, like, it's just hilarious. Like, this is not, like, you know, fine, this is a fancy taco, but this is not a traditional taco. This is not a traditional Mexican taco. The colonizers have done enough. I know. Leave it alone. Bake your bread, baby. Bake your bread. (laughs) Oh, God, they love to call. They just keep on colonizing. And I will never, I won't stop calling out, too, that, like, I mean, it's we 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 are postmodern. It is 2022. The British museums need to give shit back to the countries they've stolen from. It ain't hard. It it's ain't not. Mm-mm. And it's like you know they have the nerve of like calling it disputed um, on their like websites and like again racistly claiming that like well you guys don't know how to take care of it. Like that's their that's their that's one of their arguments. Yeah. <sighs> Nothing um, truly got me more aroused than Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther taking back the museum items. Absolutely, that. hey, that's why I was a- like, I thought, I thought we needed villains. This is, there's no villain here. Exactly. That's that was a it was a genius moment where you're like, well, I'm on wow. his side still. I'm kind of on his side. Also, uh, I mean, I want to be on his side. I want to be on his top. I want to be on his bottom. Oh. I, I, I'd be too scared. He's he's too he's too sculpted. He's too like, uh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm just a I'm just a delicate. I'm a You're delicate. delicate. Little, I would be willing. <laughs> I'd be willing to be desecrated. I'd be willing to become Swiss cheese after a night with Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> 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 I mean, ditto. <laughs> Let's be real. But I will say, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I'm not like whatever. This is way too intimate. I'm not an aggressive fuck. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm very like, I'm very like, we're at the sleepover and I shouldn't be putting my hand where it is, you know? Listen, I love weed. I love just like lying down. I love, just, you know, let's play some Tame Impala. Let's, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm 100% with that. I used to have a fuck soundtrack, like a sexy soundtrack Ooh. in college. And it was just, it was all that genre. It was just very, it wasn't like we're fucking. It was just like wistful, um, <laughs> slow makeout music because I love making out. You know what I mean? I might like making oh. out more than fucking, you know? Oh, I fully agree. Yeah. All the fun stuff before that. Yeah. Truly. Because uh, as as you know, we love a show. We love. Okay, there you go. The lead up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the lead drama. Up. So we have some groups. Pixie won this mini challenge and we're making little groups for an improv challenge. Now, mm-hmm. going into this, do you think any of these groups are doomed? What do you think? Um, let's see the groups again. Cause we yes. have, um, let's see, we have, there we go. So we have, um, oh, Cheddar. Yeah. we know that they're going to do well, or at least it seemed like they would. No doubt. Danny Beard is we- like a weird mix of like Baga and, um, 
the winner today with the Vivian. Vivian, don't you? Is there a weird like? It's like their child almost. Like the way the way um, they talk. Like it's that accent. Also, their attitude, humor. Yeah, they have a goofiness, which is of course Baga. Baga is just like goofy, goofy, crazy. But then they have that sort of like writer brain that I think is very Mm -hmm. the Vivian of like. I'm kind mm-hmm. of, you know, that like commenting, you know, when you're like, when you're able to comment on what's crazy, but also be in it like a character. Um, and to yeah, comment she, quickly. Yes. I feel like, I feel like Danny Beard's been very good at being quick with the answers. I'm like, oh, that's like, it's impressive. Very impressive. She's funny. She's fun. I mean, she'd be a blast to create with. You can just kind of feel <sighs> that vibe. But I this is. Her slippers. I know. She, this is the so Cheddar Pixie, Cheddar Pixie mm-hmm. Danny group. Yeah, I would say they seemed like they were going to do well. But again, you never I know. Have no doubt. Yeah. Um, and another group is LaPhil with, I believe Le, is LaPhil with Baby and Dakota Schiffer. Okay. Yes. Now this could that go was, anywhere. Yeah, that, that group, I was like 50 50 be, only because. Um, there's a real, like, um, no fucks given attitude, I feel like, with the three of them that are like, yes. you know what? We fuck it up. We fuck it up. And I think that's kind of also a winning strategy to it. Um, Dakota surprised me so much me in the past two episodes. She got a lot of points. You know, she got the Jimmy Fallon pass, which is not a bad pass. <laughs> it's that thing where, like, you're so delightful and you're having so much fun that I'm having fun with you thing. Yeah. Which is a part of comedy. But... It's, it's, you know, she's, I don't know if a pass is the right word, but she got bonus points just for being lovable, likable, and fun yes. to watch having fun. I mean, the three of them are literally uh, Charlie's Angels, like, yeah. like the Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz. <laughs> like, it's like, uh-huh. it's the, it's the perfect personality mix. Yeah. Um, where this group, this is where I would see me being in and failing and going home. Cause that would be my track record. Right. Um, because as soon as I see someone who's like over 35, I'm like, I'm with you. We're going home. Let's, yeah, we're let's dead. Go. Let's be we're honest. Dead. We're dead. This, we can't in our gay keep culture. Up. We can't keep up with the fashion queen. Um, the queen who's like, I had des chevalets de Vavillon. Give me a piece from his archives. And you're like, well, fuck me. I fucking, I made this. <laughs> I made this out of CVS receipts. <laughs> you know, like Truly. And it still wasn't enough fabric. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, the other group, Peppa, Schminty, and John Burr's Blonde, who I found out apparently her real name was John Bonet Blonde. And then yes. they were like, no, you have to change it. We can't call you John Bonet Blonde. And that I like is John so Bonet Blonde to me. I agree. It's dumb. John ben- I mean, is it the best name? <laughs> no. No. But I think it's better than John Burr's Blonde. What is right. John Burr supposed to be? And we had, look, we've had. I don't know, um, but we've had whatever. We have James Mansfield <laughs> on season nine, and <laughs> she, she's a person who had an unfortunate demise, and um, we can still use her name. What's what's the big deal? There's a there's a tragedy to costume timeline You're and right. um, equation, and there's I think a- and there's an equation, and I think drag queens beat it yes. somehow. Oh, we're always trying to beat it. I mean, yes. The fact that on this new season, I don't want to watch it, but on the new season of Drag Race Italia, I don't know if you've seen this. 
One of the hmm. queen's names is Obama. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's it's like fucking it's fucking genius and it's fucking stupid <laughs> and it's like you're saying it's an example of gay people like kind of beating <laughs> beating straight people to the punch. Because <laughs> like there's what is the what's, what's the, the joke the joke the context what's I don't like? know I don't know obviously she's a black queen so it's like okay I I'm enjoying this tongue and cheekness but still it's so stupid oh, yeah Obama like mom it's spelled like, just I don't know it's spelled just like Obama it's just Obama <laughs> it's so I love weird. it chaos chaos reigns <laughs> Chaos reigns in the drag world. So let's see. Okay, first one, we know Danny's fantastic. She's throwing shit back. Cheddar's doing good. Cheddar's, you know, uh, committed to the character and reacting, listening and reacting. Yeah. Yeah, Cheddar, I was like, such Sasha Valor vibes. Yes. Um, well put. And I was like, I was like, uh, like, is she going to be separate enough to like, to stand out a little bit more than that? And because I was really curious about how she was going to do a comedy challenge as well. And first of all, we got to talk about that amazing wig. I love a wig with a stupid tiny little ponytail on the top. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Gorgeous. Always works. Gorgeous. Always works. And this, this, <laughs> which takes the tooth so out. Stupid. Yeah. She's, Daddy Beard takes the tooth out. She's Incredible. comfortable. She's having fun. She's just hilarious. And she really, she's yes ending in a very elevated way. You know what I mean? Like the in moment... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I keep cutting you off. I'm so sorry. I'm just like, no, this is your home. You're allowed to cut me off. Oh, God. Um, no, I just love that, like, I'm jealous of her improv skills as someone who does improv. Sure. Like, in a way that, like, I just know that, like, I would have kept the teeth in and tried to make a hacky bit out of it. She spit those teeth out and just rolled with it in a way that I was like, oh, God. Damn. Like, you know, when you watch someone, you're jealous of like how yeah. like, how quick and fast and smart they are. And I, I get that every time Danny Beard performs. And it's um, a, a high level of yes and like obviously when mm-hmm. sometimes people think yes and is just agreeing, but it's not. It's like building, you know, it's like fundamentally yes. building. And the moment where she where he's like, oh, no, it's a sad story. She's like, no, 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 don't worry. It, it's a it's a good it's a good it's a good story. Um, that <laughs> is a sophisticated form of yes and where you're saying no, but you're actually yes anding this weird character you're building. And Incredible. I don't think a lot Incredible. of these queens could do that. And clearly some of them really couldn't because they just were like, I'm going to do this voice and see what happens. <laughs> just what I do say to myself every morning when I <laughs> I'm going to do this voice. <laughs> Pixie's great, but, you know, as we know, she's going to get the classic, um, you know, Jan. She's getting the Jan edit. She's getting the... Is uh, she? Well, in this episode, she's getting the, like, I did really good, and everyone said I was good, but no one's giving me compliments. You know, like, she's just like... Oh, She's the Ashley Simpson. She's living in the shadow. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you mean, like... Brady Bunch Jan or Both. do you mean Jan the Queen? Both. Okay, great. I get Brady Bunch Jan. Um, yes. When I think of Jan the, the Queen, I think of like, oh, like performance and like, uh-huh. and like theater and like, I'm in the front. Yes. Um, but I also, for me, no. I also think of that bitter thing where they just, they just, they, they're death by safety. They keep trying to kill Jan by making her safe continually over and over again and never fully giving her her flowers. 
God, I love that the BBC can't give money, but they can, like, throw a dildo across the floor. (laughs) I will say another mean, I know that's so weird. Another weird part of this challenge, which is evil, and it's, but it's also production genius, is watching each other perform. That is Mm -hmm. evil because watching someone else perform before you're about to improvise, it is bad. It like, it dirties your will. It gets expectations in your head. It throws you off your game. And they know that. They know that. The amount, the amount of UCB audition prep in that basement of Triple Crown Bar <laughs> in New York City, that fire hazard, uh-huh. where the only the only the only guests in the audience are the other teams that are tape their sets. Uh-huh. Um, truly disgusting. See, that's truly, fucked. I, I didn't even know they did that in New York. That's fucked. Oh, and that wasn't like go and do that. That was very much like a like self made. That was all self. Like, uh-huh. we all voluntarily did this chaos. That, like, but weird like, preparation I, for the auditions, that moment. Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Truly. Like, why were we doing that to ourselves? Um, it's bad. Never art, again. Art can't live in comparison, right? And it's like, Mm-mm. they're immediately Mm-mm. going in with the expectation, which is why the groups just get worse and worse every time, because they're like, how do I yeah. amp it up? Which... Production. Production knew what they were doing, putting them in the front. Absolutely. Watching each other, it gives you drama, it gives you bullshit. And uh, yeah, it does go exactly this order. This next middle group with Baby, Dakota Schiffer. Baby's fine. I don't know what note I would give her. It's like, I maybe it's that thing where like, she decided what she was going to do before the show started, so she's not really present. Um, uh, guilty. Uh, very much yes guilty of that and I see it and that's why it makes me cringe so much Um, and we've been there uh, like I've been there yeah I have been there where you're like you have an idea even when you're initiating an improv scene you have an idea of what is funny about your scene and if you don't if you don't stop and listen and breathe and react off of what you're actually getting it can crash really quick God, as someone who is like, I need to prepare everything. Everything needs to be pre-written. Everything needs to be written down. I need a plan. Right. Uh, true. This this challenge uh, truly would ruin me. It's also another example of like it's mean because um, drag queens don't know how to do stage improv. So it's like, or no. when, when would they have learned this unless they were like theater nerds like Danny Beard or Pixie? So it's like just being like, be a great improviser, go. Controversial, I feel, I'm starting to feel that way about the Snatch Game. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Where I'm like, I'm like, all these queens don't need to be impersonators. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard. Because well, when it's good, it's so good. But they like that because it's the ultimate sacrifice. It's like, it's mm-hmm. it's perfect, I think, to have these challenges where we know people aren't going to st- aren't going to deliver because yeah. then it's a great chance for producers to be like, well, seven of them did bad. So we can put the people <laughs> we don't really like in the bottom. <laughs> or then we get a lip sync Lola Perusa. That part, that mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Poor LaPhil. She didn't stand out to me. Um, no, 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 no. Too prepped Too knew what had a plan and that was the wrong plan. 
I know. And it's like, obviously it's like easier said than done, but like you're with Alan Carr, a funny, Mm -hmm. weird, charismatic person. I think I would drop whatever I'm doing and just try to make him laugh or just try to play with him. Mm -hmm. Literally, if that even means like making noises, I feel like Alan Carr would respond to being like, (gasps) like (laughs) that would take you most of the way. God, I'd hear the final team. Final team, Pippa, I mean, God, she looks beautiful. Pippa had a few laughs. She had a few laughs in Mm -hmm. here. Nothing Mm -hmm. genius, but she had a few laughs. Is a catfish Mm -hmm. scenario. Oh, my God. Poor Sminty. I mean, Sminty didn't just freeze. She she went prehistoric. She got (laughs) cryogenically frozen. (laughs) She's she's in the rocks. She's literally like... uh, (laughs) She's she's going to be an archaeological dig. Um, <laughs> I feel so bad because it's like no, you just it's it's on her face and she painted. I'm like, did you paint your face to look scared as well? Because right. you, you just you see it. Lots for a sad twerk though. Sad twerk was funny and it got even funnier. Actually, yes, well, real quick, we're going to talk more about why what how we would diagnose this, but first. Silence, my dear. I feel like taking a break. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit BetterHelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Bring back my break. Okay, we're back. We're trying to diagnose why Snitty's character choice was never going to work. So I'm trying to like I'm trying to remember the scenario here because it's like the bride. Um, yeah, there's a catfish, and then there's another the yeah. actual person. Maybe complication is one one problem, but I would say with Sminty, it's like yeah, choosing a character who hmm, it's uh, choosing a character who's tight lipped is always a bad choice in improv mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. Snatch Game, where they're like, well, the character I chose was quiet and small. It's like. Think again. You can't be coy. Yeah. You can't be coy. Coyness is um, death in improv. Truly. Um, because improv relies so on communication. And yes. so if you're playing a passive aggressive or coy character, you're not communicating. So you got to be able to character be like, here's my opinion and here's why I feel that way. Like, that's it. Listeners came Listeners came for drag and we school them on improv. Yeah, isn't that cool? We're a bunch of nerds. Shocker that we're the nerds who don't like to fuck and just make out. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, we just want to kiss. <laughs> Do improv. Oh no, do we suck, Ty? You know what? I don't give a damn. I don't give a goddamn. I'm having a good time. I'm having a nice time being a a dork i love and i love dorks i've said this a lot dork dick's the best dick um hey team dork team dork so nothing more to say we have some workroom moments i really enjoyed peppa talking about her hair and the journey of loving her mm. hair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i fully uh, anything peppa says like i'm truly oh i'm here God. for it she's so authentic and she's so great and full disclosure when i was watching this episode it was right after this moment when my edible just fully kicked in. Ooh, fine. Um, so I um, melted into my couch and yes. partially remembered the rest. Yeah, well, that's okay because we're gonna look at <laughs> we're gonna look at the runway. Is really all we have to do after this hilarious tidbit. And I don't know, Dakota talking about her grandma. That was all cute and gorgeous. Love that. Love. She's love, so love, pretty. Love. I'm just like, you're so pretty. She's so pretty. She's so likable. So and I, I said it last week, I'll say it again. She does, a, she does a rare thing where she's like the likable, impish one who's not obnoxiously naive. Yes. I'm not trying it's, to be mean. It's, it's on the border. It's on the border. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she's not, like, I hate to be a bitch, but I think of season five Jade Jolie, who was like mm. too naive in a way mm-hmm. where you're like, Buckle up, bitch. But she has this likability to this this yes. charm. You want to get innocence. a drink with her. Yes, absolutely. Rue giving mother of the bride gorgeousness. 
Truly, I was trying to figure out the fabric of that like one leg. Uh, it's like a piece of fabric with a thing on top. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's zoom out yeah. a little bit and see. Oh yeah, um, uh, Allison Hammond's jacket. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. What a treat! Anything, anything black like like with sparkles on it and stars. Mm-hmm. Count me in. Count yeah. me in. It's a gorgeous look. I mean, Michelle with her rocker mullet. You go off, sis. Go off. Pop off. Skunk skunk rock. Skunk it's rock. Giving. Yes. It's nuts. So main event is this runway. We're going to chirp and burp these looks. Um, as you know, if you like it, you can chirp it. If you don't, you can burp it. First, we're starting with Let's Danny Bead. Um, kind of like Kiss, kind of Queen, reddish Afro fur sleeves, and a ghost pet. <laughs> Burp. Yeah, it's not great. I think this would have been a great week for Danny to surprise us because this doesn't surprise me. Yes, yes, and it's like it's also like not hair enough for me. Like I didn't understand it when it first came out. So I was like, I was yeah. like, wait, is it Cruella? Is it like, is it, right. it, is it goth? Is it like, um, and, and the fishnet with those, the boots, I don't know. I, I just didn't quite, um, I love a little dog with a matching uh, wig though. That's like funny. Like a little uh, imaginary dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I don't get it, I love but the I love sleeves. it. I don't, there's parts of it I love. There's so many parts of yeah. it I love. Um, and her face is always incredible. Right. But um, all together, I mean, I guess when you see the other ideas the Queens had, this just does not at yeah. the top. Exactly, exactly. It's gorgeous. There's no denying it's beautiful. Um, but in terms of the challenge, I'm going to give it a burp. It would have been a good time for her to surprise us. I'm going to burp it. And it's a, it's a testament to her talent that she won no matter. Truly. She still won. Truly. <laughs> Gorgeous giving us that filthy <laughs> cat from Alice in Wonderland. Cheshire cat. This is stunning for me. Chirp, chirp. And... Um, Cause like I always think of like when Simone did like that furry look in, uh-huh. in um was thirteen God I'm losing track um, yes this is this is drag furry correct yes this this is it like when she took off the jacket I was like oh it's something else then when she spun up the hairball I was like oh it's something else yeah um do it I love the awesome. color combo not really yeah no but, not really um, but, but- uh, truly. Gorgeous. It perfectly suits the homage she's going for. You know, she's yes. clearly giving Cheshire Cat, but she's not just giving Cheshire Cat. Like, she's giving exactly. us a really interesting cosplay reinterpretation. Mm-hmm. Love it. And I love her confessional look so much. I just love a beret. Um, yeah, I'm kind of crushing on her lately. Me too. And it's like, it's like, uh, if we, I would very much try to be her friend in class. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh my god. How lucky. Like the the queer person who like is strong in their point of view, you got to be friends with them. Yes. Like doesn't yes. give a fuck. Yeah. Pixie polite. Oh, that's a chirp duh. Um Pixie polite giving nude Venus Venus on the half clam. It's okay. This was the moment This was the moment where I was like, "Wait, what is the challenge? Like what is the right. runway theme again?" Main um, event hair. Main of hair. I don't know if this is giving hair to me. It's beautiful. Right. Um, it, but like the hair's I big. Wish, but like all those red pinkish uh shawly fabric things should have been hair. Cause like isn't 
I don't remember the painting, but like, isn't her hair coming down? I think um, her hair is covering, yeah, covering her breasts at the very least, like really covering the breasts. her breasts. Yeah, the breasts. Breasticles. Um, yeah, it's okay. That's my, it, that, truly, I'm, I'm only going to burp it only because that, that my first thought with it was, wait, what's this challenge again? Like, what's this theme? Yeah. Um, and that's never a good place to be. That's never a good place to be. I'll, I'll give it the lightest of chirps. The suit is pretty. The draping is pretty. But yeah, I think you make a very fair point. I'm not going to remember this. And something about the nude illusion, it's like a little too cream. I don't know. Again, these are all professionals and we're nitpicking and I don't do this. No, I think that's your opinion. Live your truth. (laughs) Dakota Schiffa giving tassel. Uh, uh, giving fashion. What do you think? Uh, this is when I got even more confused. <laughs> is it made event? Like what? It, I thought it was a hair thing. Um, yeah, but I to guess. the point where I don't know. Maybe it was the order of it. I just love that tassel headpiece. Me too. Um, I wish the dress was more uh-huh. um, makeup. Stunning. Yeah, stunning. This worked for me. Like, but it could me be because too. I'm biased. I like Dakota so much. And I think I was, I bought in being like, okay, this is her thing. Like, she's a little more fashion. She's a little more mm-hmm. subtle. She's a little more femme. She's one of the dolls. Um, <laughs> so I don't know why I was like, chirp. It needed uh, 50% more fabric in my head. That that train should have been full. It, and it should have been it should have been really big in parts and small in parts. And I think it was just kind of small everywhere, the outfit. You know what um, else? I just realized why I'm obsessed with her. She has final girl energy. Like yes. she just is a final girl from a horror movie. Like yes. and I think that's why I'm always gonna be on her side. Team that I'm gonna give it a soft chirp. Okay, I'm going to chirp it. Work, Dakota! Next, we have Baby giving her Grace Jones reference. Hair cage. Body. This is gorgeous. I I wanted to like it so much more because the idea is there. The idea is there, and it is good. Yeah. And it's a celebration of uh, black hair, black culture, black beauty, as she said. And it's like, it was slightly disappointing because I was like, oh, like, it's like, it, it could have been brought to that next level. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I was bummed. I was bummed about this. Yeah, it didn't. I love her body. But is that the garment? No. Like, exactly. she is a gorgeous human. My God, her face. Yeah, I got a. Stunning. Oh God, I guess I got a. Oh God, I'm really torn because I thought I would come here and chirp it because like it's, but it's, cause it's a cool idea. It's, it's just, I'm just going to have to, I'm just going to have to give it a soft burp, soft chirp. It's, it's, it's somewhere it's It's weaving into both a little bit. Yeah. Um, It's a contradiction because. She looks good, but is it like they said, Rue? Which I did appreciate Rue being like, "This is good, but you can do better." Like this, you can exactly. just do a little better. 
Exactly. Um, I'm going to go with burp then. Sorry. I'm just oh like. God. Uh, I'm going to do a light yeah. burp. Oh, God. Yeah. Man, that means I have to burp Pixie as well. There's just no world where I'm going to. <laughs> um, LaFille. Hair what drain. Fun, warrior. Fun, 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 fun concept. Great I, idea. As soon as I like got it, I was like, oh, this is this rocks. Like, this is like, I've never seen this before. Um, and turning something disgusting, like truly repulsive into fashion. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wow. do wish, I do wish there was just more. Same with like, like I wish there was more, more drains, more hair coming out, more, mm-hmm. um, you know, all them goodies. And I do love that she switched, uh, took her wig off and just had her natural hair. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I, fr- I didn't even think it was her natural hair because, but her hair is so gorgeous. Of course it's her natural hair. I, I need to stop saying stunning, but like. Yeah. The hair is incredible. Yeah, it's hot. I don't know if I love the shoe. I think that's my only thing. Like the shoe, like a Lucite clear shoe. I don't know. Uh, agree. Just a, a simple black little leather heel would have been Yeah. all you need. Let I'll the dress do it, the talking. I'll give it a light chirp. Light chirp as well. Okay, oh, black pepper. Oh my she, God. She's so beautiful. She's so, She's so beautiful. beautiful. The makeup is she, stunning. The proportions, the outfit, the hair, the braid, and the fact that she did she didn't just do a braid. She did braids on braids on braids, and she like incorporated her hair theme in her actual hair, yeah. which was nice. Yeah. It's incredible. It's also like it's like it's like the shape of it and the construction of it feels very very couture, very very like interesting and strange, you know, because it's not just a little skirt. There's like there's like this interesting like kind of squareness mm-hmm. to the hip pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's like I've been seeing this a lot in UK where it's like the nipples are showing a lot. Yeah, and this is one of the cases where I'm like, oh, but it makes sense with this dress, and like yeah. even her her heels have like the tan underneath. So it's like it 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 all it's a three sixty piece super chirp. Yeah, I bet I, if I'm being a bitch, I would love to see the nipples covered somehow. But I understand the construction mm. of this piece was it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's hard. It's challenge. Drag is hard. Um, Drag's okay, drag is hard, but it is absolute chirp, stunning. Oh my god, Sminty giving moth, giving moth. I mean, this was unbelievably good. This was great. It was so incredible. It's truly, like, I love this, like, white thigh-high tight that's happening. Um, The hair, I I wish there was more. I wish with a moth, like, there was more wings. Because moths, to me, are very, like, furry and hairy and, like... um, Yeah. I just... Yeah, but truly, that's, like, the lightest critique I can give it. Because it is... An incredible look. Yeah, it's awesome. The shape is wild. She's using her long rubber band body to her benefit. The hair really works for me. That it is it is so intricate and like I don't even know what the fuck. It's like braided, but it's also like has wires in it and it's like mm-hmm. messy and curly. There's a lot going on. But yeah. it makes sense. It and makes it's like sense. her face is the painting and the moth dots on the wig, like just takes it over the top. Really? Really? Yeah. Chirp, 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 chirp. Chirp. Come through. 
Jomber's Blonde giving uh, Rain Spencer. As we, and I think we all saw this reference. We all knew this reference, clearly. Because um, we love... Clearly. Rain Spencer. What's um, her name? <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but she's playing some old woman, and then there's fur. This is stupid, I think. <laughs> I... I liked it more with the coat on. Absolutely. What, if it was a little more structured, um, I just, I didn't know the reference. No. And re- regardless of knowing the reference or not, it, it, uh, it wasn't it. it no, wasn't it. it wasn't it. It's, it's a burp for sure. It's fun. It's a burp. But again, I love a beret in a confessional and she's wearing a beautiful beret in her confessional. Yeah. So... Just a fun time. So we have <sighs> John Burr's, I believe John Burr's baby and one other, Cheddar. I believe there's, no, Cheddar gets critiqued. Yeah. We have John Burr's Let's baby see. and Dakota are safe, I believe. Yes. Wait, um, Black Peppa's? Black Peppa's safe. Yes, Black Peppa, John Burr's, Dakota Schiffa. Yeah. Is that kind of shocking? Oh. I guess they were like, look, you did fine in the comedy challenge, but your look was insane. The, yeah, you know what? You're, it's truly that. It's like they were so in the middle in that challenge um, mm-hmm. that no matter what you wear. Um, yeah. Okay, so we have our tops and our bottoms. And probably production-wise, too, they're like, she was just in the bottom. There's no story there. Um, exactly. putting Baby in the bottom, who will go far. If she doesn't, I'm going to lose my mind. Um <laughs> she will go far and they're like, we know she's going far. Let's just, let's see her do her thing. Exactly. But it was shocking, you know, cause we were getting down to the bottom three and our bottom three is LaFill and mm-hmm. baby and Sminty. And I thought at this point in the episode, I was like, Oh, they might kill LaFill, which, but they didn't. I was thinking the same thing. Um, I I did see a spoiler of the episode on Reddit before uh-huh. I watched it. Uh-huh. I saw the I saw the hair walking around. So as soon as I saw, you know whose hair, I think I, I was like, oh no! Um, I think I had the same spoiler smack me in the face. These these gays they get on they get on Twitter real quick after the episode. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, and they 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 even had like a blur, and I somehow clicked it, and it, was, it that was my fault on that one. Um, but yeah I thought you know I would say production wise I am surprised Sminty was put in the bottom and let go but I guess she just was not showing up in the way they wanted her to show up exactly Um, this entire season so far the eliminations have been very like I said just like surprising in a wonderful delightful way because like Sminty's fine she's gonna be a-okay I have no doubt mm -hmm. that like She's going far. I also um, wonder if they'll pluck her immediately. Now with international seasons seemingly happening mm-hmm. every year, if they'll immediately mm-hmm. pluck her ass and because she's she would seem like a great pick for an international storyline, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And will UK do a comeback queen? Who knows? Will they do comeback queens? Who knows? But this lip sync was pretty great. I thought they both did, I mean, baby one, period. But I thought they both did well. And I was almost, had I not been spoiled, been like, I could see Rue keeping them both. Yes, 
Yes, um, I was thinking the same thing too for a minute. Um, but uh, uh, we got to keep them moving. We got to keep them pushing them out. Yeah, we got to keep got to keep this on the tracks. And I think it's fair because look, we love Sminty, but if you fuck up the dancing challenge and a comedy challenge, what yeah. what are you gonna yeah. be good at? Like we we need what what's what storyline is gonna be like? She then this challenge she came through, which it's possible she could have gotten out of her own head, but. Yeah. Maybe production was like, well, she's not giving what the other girls are giving. I know. It's so hard. It's hard. But what's God, what a lip sync, though. Such a great lip sync. Um, but baby just ate. She shut down the buffet because she would not stop eating. And when, when she took off the dress, that was <laughs> that when I was like, it's. It's hers. But that's so funny, too, because a lesser queen, that would not work. Because it's like... Yes. Because she was so naked. It was like taking off the dress in in truth didn't have much of a reveal. But she's so gorgeous, and she gave so much Wamana that just even being naked still gave us the Mm -hmm. fantasy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we know Rue doesn't like when you take the wig off. Doesn't like when you take the heels off. And... She technically didn't do either thing. She just took the dress off. Right. Did it work? And wait, why why is one nipple taped and one absolutely not? That was so funny. What so many nipples in UK. Sminty's nipples are out too. Yeah. They're nipply. Um, but yeah, she is a superstar. I love baby so much. And she could easily win the season. Um, oh, no doubt. No fucking doubt. Okay, what I will say is what's so funny is like. The exit, Sminty's exit, was fucking I, hilarious. I was not ready. I was tr- I was not expecting it. No. I was not uh, ready for it. I was on. Remind you, I was I was melting into my couch with this edible right at this point. Yeah, and this pulled me out of the deep paralysis of my couch <laughs> to lean forward and just like lol laughing. Um, Iconic exit. Iconic. Very iconic exit. Um, And that's what's so heartbreaking is like, that is improv. You know what I mean? Like, being in the moment. Do you know what I mean? She was in the moment. She had a funny idea. She did a weird callback. That's like, she was in the moment being funny in that moment. That's why it's so heartbreaking in the comedy challenge. She couldn't do the same. And this this was truly the ultimate callback to I the know. one funny thing she did in the thing, and it's like it's like oh, it was a, a true masterclass in callbacks. Yes, um, and she was actually uh, crying. Like this was these weren't alligator tears. She was actually gutted and crying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she had. I need, the I need a T-shirt of this. <laughs> she she will be selling them. There's just no way she the, can't. And and the hair flip. Mid twerk. Yes. Um, incredible. Funny. Incredible. These girls are funny. That is. Uh, what an episode. What a great episode. I love this season. I love these girls. Who is your winner of the season? Black Peppa. Yeah, me too. It's Black Peppa or Cheddar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Baby. I want Baby in that top three. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of great girls, though. Danny's great. Danny's, Danny's really great. good. Danny's competition. Danny's huge competition. If you are so funny that you can wear something ugly and still win, that's big competition. Oh yeah. So yeah, that sounds like a top four to me. 
Maybe. That sounds like a good top four. Mm-hmm. Well, only time will tell. Ty, remind us where we can support you and where we can give funds to Headdress. Oh, thank you. You can find me on social medias at Ty underscore LeClaire. And you can find out more about my short film at headdressfilm.com. Ooh, headdressfilm.com? That's, That's it. right. Headdressfilm.com. I love it. Well, you are wonderful. Stay tuned to what Ty is doing. Um, we'll have his social uh, in the episode description as well. If you like Drag Her Podcast, you can follow us at Drag Her Podcast on Instagram. Get all the updates and give us a review on the Apple Podcast. Say some shit. It helps keep the lights on and buzzing. That's it. Thank you for having me again. I love talking drag race. Till next time. Let the music play. We did it. was a HeadGum original.